0: listening to Sibling Talk, commentary from a progressive point of view. Now here are your hosts, John Paulette and Mary Jo Tumare. Hello, I'm John Paulette.
1: And I'm Mary Jo Tumare.
0: Mary, I'll tell you, and I want to recognize this up front, and I'm sure many of our listeners feel like this as well. It is i find it almost hard to talk about politics in light of what's going on in israel and in gaza and the the historic events with the human tragedy but i got to tell you the truth i don't even know what to say about any of that i maybe maybe i go back to politics cuz i have some ideas about what to say about the chaos in the Republican Party.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. We we can shamelessly speculate about that. but The thing is, that has real consequences, John. I mean, the fact that they're so dysfunctional that they cannot pull themselves together as adults and leaders of the United States of America to find a compromise candidate to lead the House Biden needs a partner in the House of Representatives for funding purposes. The Senate needs a partner in the House of Representatives. And their inability to do that, it really speaks volumes about the state of the Republican Party. And not good volumes. Bad. No, problems. not good. No, it's so terrible that I thought for a moment today, I, I
0: looked back with some slight affection and response or respect to John Boehner and Paul Ryan. What is wrong with me? I know, but at, oh least, my they,
1: God. at least they were normal. And yeah. at this moment, when the, the demands on them as a governing body are huge, you could count on them to do the right thing, to be meeting with Biden and saying, what is it you need from us in this moment of so much Um, it's more than unrest, John, it's fear of the, the world blowing up right there in the Middle East and, um, and Biden to his credit is it's why I'm glad he's president right now. You can say he's old and doddering and all that, but he's experienced. He knows the issues and a sense he was born for this moment. And his moral outrage is quite um, clarifying because the situation is so difficult. But when I hear Biden speak, I think you know what you're talking about.
0: Well, it is. And I mean, we started talking about, you know, not functioning and dysfunction, all of which are words we can use for the House of Representatives. But right at this moment, there is only one part of our government that is truly, truly functioning and that's the executive, and that's Joe Biden, and that's a very excellent cabinet that he put around him, Anthony Blinken, uh, Lloyd Austin, these kind of people. And I don't, you know, anybody who does not at this moment think that Joe Biden is doing the right thing and is capable of doing the right thing is such an extreme partisan, they don't even belong in the conversation.
1: John, do you think that what, one of the reasons that the Republicans are such a mess is they're a mess anyway. But when their conference was together, having their discussion between Jordan and Scalise, there became an understanding that whoever got the job was going to have to partner with Biden. Have yeah. to. And that, that they, the, uh, the crazies, whether that's eight or whatever, couldn't accept that they couldn't accept when Scalise said we will stand by Israel and we will stand by Ukraine and we well and, will, and one more thing I'm sure to do that
0: yeah I'm sorry Got to add one more thing too because there are three I think your analysis is exactly right I think it's very good that they recognize that's what's got to happen we have to stand with Israel we have to stand with Ukraine and we have 30 days to do a budget deal. And there's no way, you guys can think whatever you want, but we are in a divided government. The Democrats control the Senate, the Democrats control, uh, control the presidency, and we have the slim control in the House. And so you guys may not like it, but we're gonna have to make a deal on all those three things. And you say the words, we're gonna have to make a deal with Joe Biden on those kind of things, and there's a part of the House of the Republicans who say, nope, burn it down.
1: Yeah, no deal with Biden. Don't make him look good. Because one of the things that's been interesting, and I've been a little out of uh, watching the news. You and I are busy. We're just saying we're the worst retired people in the world because we're working all day. But um, who is sidelined right now? It's the patron of those eight people in the house of representatives that is Donald Trump. And Mm -hmm. no matter how much he tries to get on the news, he can't because he's not a man of the moment. You know, when he says, well, you know, Hamas, they're pretty smart guys. Nobody can listen to that. And so he, if he's talking to Gates, whatever, and saying, you can't make a deal with these guys because they're going to make a deal with Biden and that's going to make Biden look good and then I'm not going to win. You know what I mean? Because he's twisted and they're all twisted instead of being statesmen. It's like, can you imagine these boneheads if they were had been in power the day after 9-11 or Pearl Harbor or any other of these moments in our history that required people to put aside their partisan divide and say we we've been elected by the people of the United States to represent the United States and we're gonna do that. Because even Jordan was ready to to give it to Scalise, say, okay, you got more votes, that's good. Even he, but but he, but Scalise obviously could not get the votes, garner the votes. But let's stay on your like
0: insight about something. They you're right. They're- putative leader, well, he is their leader.
1: their leader, yeah.
0: Yeah, he's their leader. Is He's not a man of the moment, but he has no policy contribution to make. And this, in this case, I don't think I'm just being a cynical Trump hater, even though I am that. <laughs> think, think back, whenever Donald Trump is asked, what would you do about Ukraine? And same thing, what would you do about Israel? He always gives the same spot, response. I'd solve that in 24 hours. I'd sit down and I'd make a deal. Whether it's abortion, no matter what it is, there's never a policy. It's always him. I could make a deal. Nobody else can make a deal, but I'd have that solved in 24 hours. And if you get him out on an interview with Kristen Welker right now, God help him if he did that, a mainstream interview, and they said, okay, you're in office. What are you going to do about Israel? He said, I'd go over there, and sit down with Thomas and with Israel, and we'd make a deal. And they'd all be happy. They'd all be happy. They'd all walk away with them. Ah! ah Well, you, you know, know, John, that even the- Matt Gates knows that's a disaster
1: to <laughs> say them. But and that worked in 2016 because people thought he was the apprentice guy. But after four years of Trump is present. We know that he can't make deals and he doesn't make deals. You know, he kisses the these foreign leaders' asses, whatever he does. So, I mean, I hate to make this moment about him, but I, I can't help but think that what's happening in the House of Representatives is about him. And because we need the House of Representatives to grow up, it's very frustrating. It's a very dangerous political moment. Now, I did read, one, I don't know if you heard this. I think you did because you told me this, too, that McCarthy has said, if you guys want me to come back, I will. That could happen now. Or the other thing I read today is that there is some movement to have a compromise candidate, uh, uh, like Lawler or something, a moderate, that some Democrats could vote for and say, because the Democrats are super, super frustrated I just heard Cory Booker interviewed, and he was like, I I don't even know what to say about this. You know, the Senate needs a functioning House of Representatives. The country needs a functioning House of Representatives, and they need to figure out a way to do that. And I would suspect that Hakeem Jeffries is talking to some of the moderates and saying, put one of you guys up and we'll get you the votes.
0: Yeah. Give us a real bona fide moderate you know, not uh, Congressman Emmer from Minnesota, he who's he was like the minority whip, and is still in the way right wing. Get us a real, real solid middle-of-the-road guy.
1: Because they don't need many Republican votes. Honestly, right? Because they only, nope. if they need 217, they have all the Democrats and, you know, what is it, 15, 17 Republicans yeah. you could have. And if Bibi Netanyahu can put together a unity government, so can the house.
0: When uh, Gingrich was run out, the next guy in charge looked like he was going to, and he had kind of uh, driven Gingrich along. But he was involved immediately in uh, a scandal about extramarital affairs. So they, he never really got close consideration. Was it
1: Michael? I don't think so.
0: I don't think so. And and, and the name that's occurring to me, I know, is is wrong. So I'll look it up and and revise that. But there was, at the time, kind of a a sense that Denny Hastert was kind of the least harmful of anybody. Well, to the other members of the House of
1: Representatives. Yeah, that (laughs) depended on who you
0: were. And I remember... now. There were two sides to any hazard because he was kind of a big lug. Remember, he was kind of a sad sack uh, there. On the other hand, he did some things that that really changed stuff, including the Hastert rule, that if there wasn't a majority vote within the Republican Congress on something, uh, that they would not go forward with it, that the, the Republicans had to agree on it. And then once they did. Then the whole thing would push forward, and that was a factor in paralyzing the House and making it more and more partisan.
1: Wow, there's he's he gave a lot of gifts that Denny Haster did. He, he,
0: he was him. the gift that kept giving. I I got to tell you, I'm going to be catty for just a minute as we come up towards the end. You know, as it got close to the House conference vote, uh, and it was still uh, Jordan and and Steve Scullies, uh, the four guys uh, from Ohio State who had accused Jim Jordan of failing to report and take care of them surfaced again. I wonder if that spooked him
1: at all. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, because he certainly didn't care that Liz Cheney was out there talking about yeah, no. being an insurrectionist. <laughs> it,
0: yeah, and he hung in there. I mean, he got 99 votes, which is kind of crazy, I think. Uh, and But he's been kind of middle of the road since then he said he was supporting Steve Scalise he would get behind him but he hasn't gone and talked to the 99 and said go vote for him he hasn't thrown overwhelming support he's kind of played that middle of the road right. he didn't help Scalise very much afterwards no he didn't he wouldn't hurt him but he didn't help him no uh so I've got to do some better research on a possible compromise of a Republican uh, Republican House member. Fortunately, I just don't feel like there are many. And if you really did get to somebody who could appeal to both sides, have you just come up with a useless human being? Which You know
1: who it can't be, John? It cannot who? be Nancy Mace. <laughs> no.
0: although that, I got to tell you, I think she's just funny as hell.
1: Uh, was well, she, she says funny, funny crap. She's like she's a different version of Gates, meaning that everyone hates her now. <laughs> yeah. So you yeah, know it, it and it takes
0: a legislator uh of the skills of who Nancy. Yep, she, Nancy She mm-hmm. she had this type uh Tight majority, only a few votes, and she navigated it all along. But I just don't believe that they can look inside of their ranks and find that kind of legislator that they can all agree on.
1: I agree. I, I just don't think they have anybody. You know, when people are elected, John, not because they want to go to Washington to do good and to legislate and to work for the best of the company. Instead, you're elected if You can say the most outrageous thing or Donald Trump likes you or whatever else gets people through a Republican primary in many of these districts to win. You just don't have serious people. And the problem is there are not enough serious people in the House of Representatives on the Republican side right now. And that's really a really a loss for us. That's
0: what Logan Roy of Succession so famously said. You are not
1: serious people. And they are not serious. No. So, all right. Talk now, to you. Here, listen, We all our prayers. For yeah, our, you got Israel it. Israel and the Gaza Strip. <laughs> all right. Talk to you later. Bye.
0: Sibling Talk is a JMP production. Theme song by David Paulette.